My name is Rhea Carmona, and this is Was That Good For You, a podcast all about sex and relationships. We cover everything from long-distance dating to kinks and everything in between. Today's episode is Friends With Benefits, and my guest today is... Sam Miller. You want to tell him a little about yourself? Yes, I am a sexually active 27-year-old male. (laughs) (laughs) He's also an incredible author. I've written a couple of books. And lots of other things mm-hmm. that I'm sure we could go on and on about. Trying to but make a movie, but as far as today goes, my primary accomplishment is sexually active, 27-year-old male. <laughs> yes. Um, friends with benefits. Before we get into the episode, uh, today's word of the day is chlismophilia, which is a kink that involves arousal by enemas. Super fun. Wow. Yeah, nothing to do with our topic. It just felt fun. Am I going to tell on <laughs> myself a little bit if I don't know what an enema is? To be honest, I know about it, but I couldn't give you like a very proper definition. I know it's like that thing where they basically put a lot of water up your ass to make sure that you're, you cl- like it cleanses you out. A shower? <laughs> Maybe I've been taking showers wrong. I'm sorry. I don't. <laughs> I don't exactly know, but I know that it's, it involves putting things in your butt. Cool. That are watery. Like I know that people do like coffee enemas because apparently it's like. Jit, it gives have you, you ever like, have you ever boofed alcohol? Have you ever I have taken not alcohol up the butt. I have not, but I think that's considered an enema. I was drunk enough this weekend that there was a minute where I thought about saying the sentence out loud: "Would someone pour this beer down my butt?" Just because I wanted to try it. I feel like I can't. There's like I have a small list of things that I keep with me in my wall, like things that I have to try before I die. Right. And I really just don't want. Like I don't want to go out without ever having been in a fist fight. I don't want to go out without ever having tried alcohol in my butt. Uh, right. Well, I feel like one day there's going to be a moment where you're going to feel very comfortable around a specific group of people, and it's just going to come out naturally, and it's going to happen, and it's going to be a great moment for that's you. That's a really beautiful thought. Yeah. I, so. <laughs> I just like to think that that's how it's going to happen. It's going to be very natural and incredible. Man, I hope so. Uh, so friends with benefits, mm-hmm. always a great idea, never awkward, always just really great for people to jump into, I think. I mean, worked out for me <laughs> 10 times out of 10. Yeah. Hundred times out of a hundred. Right. You never get hurt. I feel like I should pr- I should preface this conversation by saying that I rarely use the term friends with benefits. I feel like that's I a don't... male thing. Yeah. Yeah. Because I, I was thinking about it on my way over here. I was like, man, anytime I would look at a relationship like that, if someone's to be like, he's my friend, but with benefits, I'd be like, you're hooking up. Well, so here's the thing. I feel like there's a difference between hooking up and friends with benefits. Let's go. I feel like hooking up is less off first of all I think it's a lot less often probably it's one of those things where it's like if you happen to see them at a party it doesn't matter if it's been a week or three months if you're both horny it's probably gonna happen versus friends with benefits it's like you're genuinely friends so you're cool with texting them being like hey like come over you know what I mean it's it's yeah. more it's more like a genuine friend that you can like hang out with and you're comfortable with and you can be a little bit more open with your communication. I see it, yeah, so it's like the distinction between friends with benefits and acquaintances with benefits. Yes, yes, exactly, <laughs> exactly. And strangers with benefits. There's a lot of different, yeah, I mean, it's benefits either way. Yeah. Um, but I definitely think there's a difference. But I do think that guys, for some reason, have a harder time calling it friends with benefits. And I think that has to do with, and I really wanted to, I really want to get into this because I feel like the media portrays friends with benefits benefits in a terrible way because they Justin Timberlake movie yeah exactly where it's like a quirky girl who like doesn't want a relationship and is like cute and like a doctor and she like you know what I mean and eats (laughs) a lot of pizza and then like and you know what I mean and falls a lot just always trips over but like somehow really accomplished exactly and the guy is like incredibly incredibly good looking but like is down on his luck with love and and they're like yeah it's fine we'll just we'll just hook up but of course they fall in love and it's Mm -hmm. incredible and it's very seamless and there's one blip and then but they get over it 
it right at the yeah, last 20 were, minutes of the movie. If you were movie. learning all of your relationship shit from movies, then you would believe that every relationship that starts out as friends with benefits ends in a really dramatic marriage. A.K.A. a lot of women. Yeah. <laughs> a lot of Dangerous. Women. Which is why I feel like it doesn't really work out that often. Yeah, that's why I think the problem with it generally is like people who are going into it are like calling it that with the expectation that it's not going to be that for very long. Absolutely. Like friends with benefits is like to some people it looks like a step and to some people it looks like a consistent holding pattern that exactly you can for a really long time and i feel like an important thing i've so i've had friends with benefits before and i feel like a, an important thing is um rules and i feel like a lot of guys do this you can correct me if i'm wrong but guys do it in a way where it's more in their head like they won't be like these are the rules they'll just like know for a fact that like you're not gonna let her sleep over oh, yeah i don't go or you're I not gonna like I don't know, FaceTime her or what, you know what I mean? Yeah, There's totally. like a slightly more relationship thing. Yeah, yeah. But I've had friends with benefits where I will we'll have like a conversation. You'll straight up set the rules out yeah. in advance. See, that's when it sounds like you're getting into the movie territory. You sound like, that sounds like a scene in the first act of the movie. <laughs> They're like, we should not cross this line and this line and this line. I guess I that's true. Those, I don't even think I'm, I don't even think I'm thinking about them when I'm making them in my head. Like, so I, I, I'm in a, in a relationship now. Right. In a relationship with benefits. And, um, <laughs> I realized just being in this that I had never stayed over at a girl's house my entire life. Really? I never did it. Yeah. But it wasn't something you like were like actively thinking. Like, I gotta get the fuck out of here. I can't be here anymore. <laughs> was that more because you just wanted to be in your own bed or was it like a, a subconscious like that it's, it might mean something more to her? I mean, I would say in the time, in the moment you would have asked me like, oh, it's just because I want to sleep in my own bed. But like if I was like shimmying out a window at 4 a.m., you'd be like, oh, it's more, this is more convenient. This is the path you've chosen. <laughs> yeah. Like, no, it's probably actually more about something a lot more deep rooted than that. Right. Um, yeah, I definitely feel like it and it has oh, it's hard to explain. OK, it's hard to explain to me because it, it, it's the rules thing for me worked. I set rules and these were the rules. So it was we didn't have we didn't have sleepovers um, because I think especially for me. I'm a big advocate for like, I will take myself out of situations if I know that they're gonna get messy. Mm -hmm. Like if I like someone and it feels like there's not really a chance that it's gonna go anywhere, I'll be the one to be like, look, maybe we should not do this. Yeah, that's what I was gonna ask. So what, the purpose of the rules is to prevent you from getting too close to the person. Yeah, the yeah, rules are honestly a lot more for me. Sure. Because if I tell, because there, there are, yeah, that was you and that's actually like a lot of guys, but there are also certain guys who, have no semblance of wanting a relationship at all, but they'll still be like, you want to cuddle and sleep over? They don't re sometimes realize, I think, what that means for the opposite sex. Yeah. Um, so that I think it was- something different? <laughs> oh, yeah. What if you're only um, having, the, what if you're only like putting up with the sex so you can get to the cuddling part afterwards? <laughs> that's the benefit <laughs> for them. Yeah. It's just the <laughs> Exactly, that's my benefit. It's not friends with benefits anymore, it's friends with sex. It's friend. yeah, that's true. But um, I think, yeah, for me, I find myself getting involved with someone more emotionally if I'm sleeping over for cuddling. Cool. And so I'd be like, yeah, I don't think we should have sleepovers. I took it as far as I don't think we should go on dates. Like this kind of has to be like a midnight call you up kind of thing. Like I don't want it to seem like and we're all in a of relationship. This was, you put all this in place because you didn't want to like like the person more. Than yeah. You. Well, I think it was, I think if I'm being totally honest, it was half that. It was half like let's not make this messy. If we're gonna do this, let's do it right. Mm -hmm. And I think the other half was like me probably being scared that he wouldn't have wanted anything else. So it's like I was just saving myself the trouble. Sure. 
Do you know what you're doing inadvertently in that process? A little bit. You are creating almost. I'm, oh, are you going to tell I'm, me? I'm, I'm oh, gonna, are you going to tell, tell me? You. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> you, may, you may already know it. It might have actually been a part of your strategy that you didn't just reveal. <laughs> but like, you are making yourself so inaccessible that it's going to be. You're going to make the dude just sit there and be like. I could take her on a fucking date. <laughs> <laughs> I could make this date I do it if I want to. Yeah. I do whatever the fuck I want. Yeah, well, I'm I can't take you on a date. I'm not allowed to sleep I'll over. You I'll fucking, fucking, I'll make you my wife. I'll make you my fucking wife. I'll fucking, you think I won't marry you? You think I can't sleep over here? I'll sleep on your fucking shoe rack on my way out of town. Yeah, I'll do it. Yeah, yeah well, that's it. Kind of ended up what what kind of happened is we hooked up for like almost a year. Mm-hmm. And then now it's turned into this thing where it's like, hey, we've been hooking up for a really long time. Should we like... I don't know, I don't know, and I was like, I don't, I don't know. And hashtag break the rules. Should we break the rules? And so now it's actually turned into a very healthy thing where basically, I was like, I don't really know what I want. You don't know what you want, but we know we like each other, obviously, because we've been doing this for a year. So now we're basically just like testing the waters and like, quote unquote, testing out boyfriend girlfriend things and seeing how we feel about it. And then every month we check in with each other and we see like what we like, what we don't like, how it's going for us. And it's like not exclusive. This is very emotionally mature. It feels great. And we had our first monthly check in. It was awesome. I was like, you're a bad communicator. It was great. And he was like, (laughs) check me on it. It was awesome. Like we're just like, we're we're working through it. It's like the first, it's like the step above do you have to like publish the quarterly report? Like, is there? Any <laughs> I bring a whole file with me. I wear, I wear fake glasses. That deals with this? Cool. Like, um, but yeah. So, an interesting statistic I found. I always do a statistic because cool. I always find them so interesting, and I'm always shocked by them every single time. Eighty yeah. percent of people in an ended friends with benefits situation are still friends with that person. That's shockingly high to me. Yeah. Eighty percent. Wait. Eighty percent of people have at least one where they have positively or like 80% of the relationships have ended positively? No, 80% of people who have had one, sure. at least one, yeah. are still friends with that person. Yeah, I like to think... That's a high number, right? Yeah, it sounds high based on how people I... how like dramatic people I know usually get about shit like that. Yes. Like it would surprise <laughs> yes. me a lot of other people. I, I have... I'm friends with everybody. I, no, that's actually not true. That's definitely not true. But it, I, can, I, I see what I you mean. I should not put that. But I see what put you... that proclamation on the internet because I'm just inviting like a barrage of text messages. <laughs> yeah. Be like, by the way, we hooked up and we are not. Friends. We are not fucking friends. <laughs> yeah. Fuck you. Um, but but I see what you mean. There are different personality types. Like you are the kind of person who can just kind of be friends with someone. Mm-hmm. Like you don't you won't make an awkward situation and a yeah. situation awkward if you don't have to. Sure. And I think that there are probably people who do yeah and maybe it's because i'm on the female side so i'm hearing more like girl stories of friends with benefits and yeah. like it so- always sounds a lot more dramatic when they're telling the stories and so 80 percent sounds like a lot but i guess for yeah i guess it was totally up to the male like i hate to like gender role but the truth is like it's usually the way things goes i feel like for the male most of the time they're fine with like staying friends yeah yeah i think it's kind of uh, it goes back to what we we're talking about with, like the friends with benefits serving as like a step on the ladder towards a relationship yeah um and again, I, I, I've, I've met both men and women who feel who have who reversed these roles in dramatic and stunning ways. But a lot of times, yeah, the um, relationships that I've been in where someone would have described it as like a quote unquote friends with benefits situation. Yeah. I do think that I was approaching the relationship looking at it like, oh, cool, we're hooking. We're, we're friends and now we're hooking up. And yeah. that's what this is. And that's and if at any point we decided to stop hooking up, it wouldn't like hurt my feelings to go back from this. And the other person probably did not feel that way. Right. And as evidenced by the fact that we would stop hooking up and it would start to get more, you know, they would be offended by it. So do you think in any case ever, friends with benefits is a good idea? Yeah, totally. If you can have 
quarterly report check-ins. <laughs> Obviously, it sounds like sounds like it worked out okay for you. That's true. And I also think like I mean I think in a lot of ways it works. I think in a lot of ways it works really really well because I think the intimacy of friendship is really conducive to good comfortable sex. Absolutely. Best sex I've ever had in my life has been like the most comfortable walls down suggest whatever ask yeah. whatever um give advice wherever <laughs> necessary right usually to me um and so i've had a number of relationships in my life that have started as friendships been that for a very long time become sexual and been able to back off it really easily and yeah. comfortably and um so yeah i think that in those instances it's really really great it's when Friends with benefits is actually just like code for something else. I think that it's not a healthy. Yeah, I also think it's tough because I think it can be a good idea as well when it's done when it's done healthily. But I also think it's hard because at, at what point does it end, and why does it end? Yeah. Right? Because yeah. I feel like, and this is funny because with the guy that I was just talking about, we get along so well. He was like becoming one of my very good friends. That the idea of like losing him to like the eventual weirdness. Mm. of us stopping like You're I like, didn't might want as well that. invite that weirdness right away yeah I was like <laughs> I, I basically I texted him this long thing and I was like let's just be friends and blah 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 and he of course he was incredible about yeah. it um and he was like I will miss the sexual side of our relationship but yeah let's be friends and of course that didn't last um yeah. but because in my mind it's like even if I'm not super like looking for a relationship or there's no end goal for me as a human being, if you're friends with benefits with someone for a certain amount of time, let's say, I don't know, three to six months, it's enough for a human being to still at least, you start to kind of crave them a little, miss them, whatever it is. Um, I feel like a lot of times friends with benefits ends because one of the other two people finds somebody that they want to be more than friends with benefits with. Most of the time, it's not the person that they're hooking up with, and that causes very hurt feelings. And that's something that I was like not kind of ready to deal with was the idea of us like hooking up for a certain amount of time. And then one day he texts me and he's like, hey, I met someone. So like we can't hook up anymore. And I was like, that's that sounds terrifying. But that's clearly, isn't that clearly indicative of the fact that like the things that you were feeling about him weren't just like weren't you couldn't describe the good feelings you had towards him as just like benefits. It wasn't just the sexual stuff because that you could have backed away from relatively easily without yeah. that much emotional investment, right? I guess that's true, but also I think it was just like, it's like, it's it was a, a general rejection is never fun. Mm. Not that it was necessarily him, but like it doesn't, it, it could be somebody that you're like not super into and if like, they woke up to you and they're like, hey, you're ugly, like it's still gonna like kind of hurt. You're still gonna be like, Oof. yeah, you know what I mean? You're still yeah. gonna be like, oof, that, that kind of hurts. Even if it's somebody you weren't interested in, like rejection in any case kind of hurts, especially I think on like a female-female thing where it was like, girls are instantly going to be like, oh, what does she have that I don't? Even if you don't want it, like, well, why didn't he want me? You know what I mean? Like, yeah, there's totally. always going to be this, like, this thing. Yeah. And so I feel like, the like, a big issue with friendship benefits is however it ends is always can be a bit yeah. messy. Because it's like, well, why, why does it end? It's because you meet someone. Yeah. What you've just described paints a much bleaker picture of friends with benefits <laughs> overall. Like, if there is, if, if every instance of rejection is going to hurt someone's feelings, then... Yeah, it's 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 never going to end it's, poorly because for whatever reason, whether it's finding somebody else or the much more devastating one, like I just don't really want to hook up with you anymore. Right. Then someone is going to end up feeling rejected by that. Right. And I guess maybe that as presents this is something that we talk about all the time. But like, um, is there a positive way to end a sexual relationship in which 
someone to, to not hurt someone in that respect. Like if you have yeah. gone into the relationship with this kind of understanding that friends with benefits actually means what you say it means. Yeah. And it is it isn't a one of one person angling towards trying to corral the other person towards a committed relationship or whatever is more serious than friends with benefits. Yeah. Can you end that without like yeah, without, without, without weirdness or something. Yeah. And if so, what does that sound like? And if if yes, then please write the script. I so think that, so we weren't necessarily quote unquote friends with benefits, but I think a good example of that is actually, you could consider it yeah, and I. Yeah, totally. We, were ne we obviously never called it friends with benefits, but we were hooking up and not together. So whatever you mm -hmm. want to call it. And friends, right? And you, friends, you would, you and would, friends. You would have crossed the acquaintance threshold. Absolutely, like absolutely. Were, so I guess yeah. we were, if you want to call it something, you could call it friends with benefits. Yeah. And then I think at one point it had just like been long enough of an amount of time of like hanging out and hooking up that like my emotions were starting to kick in. And I think luckily for me, just like as a personality type, I'm very like... I'm very aware of the situation and so it's like I could have taken it two ways and I've seen girls take it away where it's like I'm gonna pretend that this is still cool in hopes that he falls for me or you can kind of just pull yourself out of the situation because the like smart side of you knows that it probably isn't or it would have already yeah. and that's the route that I took and it was nothing against him because he was very open and honest the whole time yeah. and so at one point I was just like hey just so you know I'm not like in love with you, but like I know that there's gonna be a point soon where I start to kind of like have feelings. Let's cut the sexual side off now. Yeah. And it worked perfectly. Yeah. Because it was like before I caught feelings, so there was no like upset on my part. I, I hadn't gotten to the point yet where I was like looking at his social media or like wondering if he was with another girl, but like I knew it was coming. Yeah. And so I cut it off before it got to that point. Yeah. I mean, that sounds like a healthy case study then. Like yeah. that sounds like an example <laughs> in which it played <laughs> out properly. This episode makes me feel very a lot healthier than I actually am. Yeah. I'm like really gassing myself up. It's you like really seem like you're getting to these things on the front end rather than like the back emotional. Yeah. Well, the good thing is that's that's all stuff that's happened like this year. Yeah. It took like the like the last 25 years of me fucking myself up mm -hmm. and like being the girl who like played it cool for a year in hopes that like one day he'd wake up and be like, I think I'm in love with her. Yeah. And that like not working out yeah. for me to like realize like oh, okay something's got to give. Yeah. Because generally, <laughs> so if someone's like not into you, it's not like they're it, gonna like slowly wind their way around. Exactly. I just did an episode before this on emotional unavailability. And the big thing that came out of that episode was like most of the time you can call anyone emotionally unavailable. But most of the time it's like you just they haven't met the person yet that they want to be emotionally yeah. available yeah. for. People have so many fucking code words for I'm not that into you. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah manifest exactly. itself as like a billion different things. But ultimately, like it all comes back to like the pure, completely logicless, wordless yes or no that exists in your body exactly you know? exactly it's 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 harsh to say but i have to say it a lot unfortunately to people which is like guys saying i don't want a girlfriend right now is really them just saying i don't want you to be my girlfriend yeah. that's the truth it hurt it sucks yeah. to hear we've all been yeah. in that situation but that's really what it means yeah because absolutely. you could be uh, quote unquote emotionally unavailable you can attest to this like i'm sure there are girls as a single guy for a long time who were like oh he's emotionally unavailable but like you just yeah. hadn't met a person that you wanted yeah. to do that and with it was and then nice you did. to have that nomenclature because it like smoothed people's feelings over they could that's like true. they could they could lie to themselves with that that's true that kind of like pseudo lying to them I don't even know if I'm sure I would have like found a way in my head to be like no it's actually I actually am like unavailable right now but right and that's been my maturity process has been thinking about previous 
friends with benefits relationships, the ones that ended properly, the ones the, one, the ones that ended right and the ones that ended wrong, yeah. the ones that still have animosity brewing, the ones that ended right would have been situations where I was hip enough to the situation that I could read the behavior in the other person that they were starting to like, that, that, they, that they had, that they were suggesting more. Right. And previously, I'm sure I could have read that behavior. I'm sure I would have known what was going on, but I would just lie to myself and be like, well, I really enjoy having sex with this person, so I'd like this to continue happening. Of course. And so I would just kind of like ignore that and be like, well, if she hurts herself, it's kind of her fault here because, you know, I'm not crossing any lines. I'm not lying to her. Exactly. But like at a certain point of maturity, you start to realize that like, if you're aware of that kind of thing and you allow it to continue, then you are doing a disservice to the other person. You're being a shitty person. Exactly. It all comes down, I think, uh, in any relationship, but I think especially in things like friendship benefits where it can get a little testy, which is like, communicate. You have to communicate. Like, and it sucks sometimes Mm -hmm. to say those things up front. And most of the time, like, I feel like there are a lot of people who just want sex. They're not going to communicate in the beginning because like you said, they kind of want to just keep it going because they're really enjoying the sex. But it's like, if you, it's just going to get messy. It's almost not worth it. Like, it's almost not, like I'm sorry I don't think that any sex is good enough for like some of the animosity that I've seen come out of like quote unquote casual relationships it's like it is absolutely not worth it super Um, and that's been I mean like that that has been a part of the maturity too has been like as I've gotten older once I crossed that threshold of maturity I think I was like I started getting very comfortable with like in the beginning of a relationship being like I'm looking for sex I want to have sex with you right and I and that's and that's going to be that and it surprised me how many other people were like, yeah, that's what I'm looking at you for, too. You are not my type. I would not want to date you at all. <laughs> but, like, you're kind of cute, and I'm into nerds, and I like projects, so like, I'll take it on. Wow. <laughs> that's great. That seems like a really healthy conversation. Yeah, I think so. Uh, let's take a quick break, and then we'll jump back in. So one thing that I always thought was very... For some reason, I always, I hate to use the word crazy. I really hate to use that word because I feel like a lot of times it's thrown around. But I always thought it was kind of crazy when girls that I would know were in either the beginning of a relationship that I, they weren't sure where it was going to go or they were in a casual thing and they have a special ringtone and a text tone for that person. And I want to know what you think as a male. What do you think about that? I, do people really have, do people have special t- text a, a tones A thousand now? percent. I feel like if we could see, I feel like if we could see she's like she'd be like nodding her head and <laughs> like <laughs> wow uh it, that it doesn't sound to me like a person who's like too invested in a relationship or not invested enough in a relationship it sounds like someone who's like living in 2008 <laughs> and- <laughs> so here's the thing i know a few people who do this um one of them really whenever she's seeing a guy for the first time she gives them a special uh, ringtone and text tone and i've always that's thought so extremely I kind of so, love it. It's I mean, so it's, it's, ex- when I think about it with her, I'm like, oh, that's cute. That's, <laughs> that's right, exactly. lovely. Well, I bet they're like clever. Right, exactly. Oh, of course, yeah. always. She's and dating I, like a Jamaican dude and she's got like the <laughs> beginning of, uh, what's the, the feel the rhythm, feel the rhythm, come on, it's bobsled time. Honestly, yeah. <laughs> she's dating a British guy. It's like the Love Island theme yeah, song. Totally. Um, and so when you're constantly looking at your phone and you're, you're in this in-between stage or you don't know what you are with someone or you're quote-unquote hooking up or you're quote-unquote friends with benefits, there's a part of you especially as a female, where if that's the only person you're sexual with, every time your phone goes off or every time you turn over your phone, there's a small part of you that kind of hopes it's them. Yeah. It's like that gratification of knowing that somebody's thinking about you or somebody wants to have sex with you, whatever yeah. it is. If you don't have a text tone for them, every single time you look, every single time your phone goes off, you think it's them and you become addicted to this thing of like, is it going to be them? Yeah. It's it's like, it's a literal... And you think that's what 
is doing it. And she's like trying. She's like, no, this is healthy for me, guys. This is preventing me from getting addicted to the dopamine. Exactly. Of the, he texted back. I like to think so. Rush. I like to think so. But it's it actually made sense that it's actually really, really smart to do that. Because I, for example, my phone is never on loud. Almost mm-hmm. never. And so that means that every time I check it, I'm just doing it out of curiosity. Yeah. I, you know what I mean? Like if I'm at work and I have my phone face down because I'm working, there's a, obviously as like a human who's been living around technology, I look at it a lot and I like wonder if someone has texted me. And so I'm constantly turning it over, but it's not because somebody has like, anything has gone off. It's just out of curiosity. So I end up probably picking my phone up like, more amount of times than I'd ever really like to know. Yeah. And it's like if I've been in those situations where I'm like seeing someone casually and every time that there's like a text thing that goes up, like my, my stomach like drops yeah. into my ass and I like kind of hope it's them. Yeah. And it's like, oh my God, that's and it, that's a full on straight up addiction. Oh, totally. It's the exact same thing as a casino. Here is why I am dubious of anyone who would claim that as their strategy <laughs> because I'm certain that even if they have the text tone set up, mm-hmm. the dopamine rush of like the she texted back I'm is still so it. dramatic that like you could hear your normal text, not the tone that you have for the for this specific person. It's a different text, yeah. and you're like, maybe it's them hitting me on Instagram. <laughs> maybe it's, you would fi- oh your brain would figure out ways around like oh like I've, you know, I've struggled with addiction before, and I could justify insane logical patterns to myself to be able to get weed into my system. I would figure out crazy ways around the rules that I had set for myself to be like, nope, this is okay. This is, this is good. This is healthy. This is what I want to (laughs) do. Um, and I would imagine it's kind of the same thing. Yeah, I, for I, sure. I, don't, I don't think you can fully rid yourself of that, whatever strategy it is that you come up with, yeah. short of just stopping caring about it that much. Yeah, absolutely. And I think at that point, if maybe, I don't know, maybe I'm like going against what I just said about like it being healthy to do it. But also I think you're right. There's a certain point where it's like, if you're getting such a dopamine rush either way from that person texting you, it's probably getting a little out of yeah. your hands. It's probably yeah. going farther than it should. And maybe yeah. it's time to, to, to end it. Totally. But also that goes down, that comes down to like a whole, which I talk about, feel like on every fucking episode, cause it's so, it's, it's so pervasive in our, in our relationships nowadays, but social media in general probably makes friends with benefits a lot harder than it was, let's say like in like the eighties or even like the early nineties, mm-hmm. because you have so much access to their information in their life. And at the end of the day, inevitably, like any, like you're, there's a general curiosity about anybody that you know, right? Like yeah. I get curious, I get curious about friends. I get curious about you. I get curious about anyone. You know what I mean? Like you just get mm-hmm. curious about people sometimes. Like you're just like on Instagram and you're like, I wonder what blah, blah, blah is up to. Yeah. It's like, it doesn't mean Often. anything, but like that's tenfold when you're intimate with someone. Yeah. Even if you're not necessarily looking for a relationship, you still kind of wonder what they're up to yeah. or whatever. And when you, when you have access to all of their information, yeah. it's like, I find myself sometimes going to somebody's liked, tw- what the fuck am I going to do with their liked tweets? I don't need to be on, you know what I mean? I don't need to be, I don't, what yeah. am I doing? Or, or I got a tagged photos thing. I love seeing people tagged, tagged photos. See? But yeah. it's like for some people I want to see the like grimy, <laughs> shitty pictures of them that like they don't want other people to see, but somebody else tag them in anyway. I thoroughly, thoroughly distrust anybody who has their tagged photos off. Really? You can turn them off? You can turn them. Oh, wow. I know a lot of people have them turned off. Wow. And it's, it's shady motherfuckers. It's shady. It's so shady. It's so shady. Come on. Live in the world like, with all of us. What are you hiding, us. man? What are you hiding? Yeah. Like, let let it out. Don't don't sanitize yourself exactly. like that. For me. Exactly. Yeah, I think you're right. But I also think that, again, what we're talking about here when we talk about unhealthy versions of friends with benefits relationships are not purely friends with benefits relationships. Yeah. Because in an ideal situation, and maybe this ideal situation just straight up doesn't exist, and that's the lesson here. But, like, in an ideal situation, you're you're not getting that pang of curiosity or when you are getting that pang of curiosity you can check it out and then let go of it like oh look a tagged photo of her and some other dude like I don't really care about that because it's not like that with me and her and we're still hooking up so 
I still, the relationship's still a-okay by me. Yeah. Um, yeah, but again, like, I don't, I'm, I was trying, I'm trying to think if I've ever been in one that's been actually like a pure, like it works like it's supposed to. Right, yeah. it's hard because it's like, I don't know, it, for me it comes down to like little things, like even if it's just friends with benefits and it's nothing like that, like let's say you're like, okay, I'm horny, I'm gonna fucking hit them up, and then you do and they don't reply, mm-hmm. it's still like annoying, like even if it's just because you wanna have sex, and yeah. then it's like they post a story and now now it's like, oh, they're oh, so they've seen my text and they're ignoring, you know what I mean? <laughs> like it's just like, it's so it was so much easier back in the day yeah. when you could just like fucking hit them up yeah. on their beeper and, and like- now all of a sudden you're like, ooh, this person is an inconsistent reward, which means yeah. that I'm drawn to this inconsistent <laughs> exactly. reward. And then all of a sudden you're in love I'm fucking, with them. you know what, sit down, you know what, deal me in, let's exactly. go. Exactly, and then you're looking at their tagged photos and you're looking at their likes and you're like what else are they up to today yeah. and you're clicking you're going to their story who do they tag clicking to them oh going to their God, story her, her family is so cute and i can be in that family yeah. <laughs> exactly. next thing you know you're it's eight hours later and you photoshopped yourself into every family photo she's got and- exactly so i feel like social media makes it way harder yeah. it makes it way 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 harder because you have access to way too much i am big i've said this on before in episodes there, we have way too much access to information. We shouldn't have this much access. Mm-hmm. I don't need to know what this person is liking every second of every day and like consuming. I don't. I don't need it, and I don't want it. Yeah. I'm still seeing it, yeah. and I'm still like I, I'm still I still obviously check sometimes because I'm like a human and I do those things. But I think we have way too much access to information, and I feel like it was probably a lot easier before we had that. Yeah. Because like jealousy, to... jealousy also just like creates emotional attachment. Yeah, jealousy absolutely creates emotional attachment. So w- yeah. before, but when in you were pure friends with benefits relationship, you're not feeling jealous. But that's not necessarily true because I've I've had situations before where I've been jealous of friends. True, but like for you- their relationships, like for like like, will you see a guy friend of yours and be like, like you wouldn't get jealous of me dating? I wouldn't right? be jealous of you dating. But if I'm like really good friends with someone, if you are, this and, would be a good time and to bring I'm it like up. trying, yeah, right? <laughs> but like, like I, I can, I've been really good friends with someone, guy or girl, and I like hit them up a few times during the week, and they kind of like maybe flake on me, and it doesn't necessarily mean anything. But as a human, you're gonna kind of be like, oh, I hope they don't fucking hate me. You know what I mean? You just like yeah, you get in that, yeah, and true. then you see them hanging out with someone else. It's like it's not a full blown jealousy. We're gonna like yell at them, but you get a little sting. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's no, like you're right. jealousy in any friendship and and in relationships is just happens. Mm-hmm. Jealousy in family happens. You know what I mean? Like that shit just kind of happens yeah and so it's like but jealousy also creates emotional attachment so it becomes this thing where it's like they might necessarily not want to hook up with you that night and that's fine because you guys are just friends with benefits but the second you see them ignore your text and then be out with someone else yeah doesn't matter it's still gonna affect you yeah you know what i mean and it's gonna create an attachment so it's like maybe yeah friends with benefits just cannot work yeah probably i mean i'm trying to like think about these things a little bit less abstractly and more in the case of my own life in terms of like the last time that i would have been granted i'm going pretty far back in the reserves here Mm -hmm. because i have been in a happy and committed relationship for two years um and i'm trying to remember if there ever was a time in which there was someone in my life who i could have shut all of that shit down for who i was consistently seeing and hooking up with and the answer is yes that existed but i don't know that that existed for them which means that okay. it might have actually just been an imbalanced relationship it might so, be a situation where like i wasn't getting jealous of them or like stalking them on social media or anything like that but i don't know but that maybe that they were and they were just better at playing it cool and they were fine with being your friend but it still kind of hurt them yeah. that yeah. makes absolute sense i have an interesting question for you as a male have you yeah. been on the opposite side where you've been in a casual thing and you wanted more and they didn't are you yes. started to find yourself having an emotional attachment yes yeah yeah yeah, I can think of a very specific example. Really? Yes. And how did it how did it end? Uh, she started dating a different dude. <laughs> was there a conversation where she was like, "We can't hook up anymore"? Like, no. no. It was just one day you guys it, like I guess quote unquote fizzled out. Yeah. 
yes, and not I, and I actually even fizzled out. Um, it was honestly, I think I, and when I look back on it. I look back on it like, damn, Sam, you were being, you were being crazy. You were really? Being, you were being Isn't dumb. it crazy like, how you look yeah. back on that and you're like, yee. Like, yeah, boy, you should have chilled. <laughs> you know how, you know how yeah. that party could have gone better if oh, you yeah. did literally anything else? <laughs> if you, yeah, I think, I think I, I started like turning on my jets. Like I was like, I was, I was, I was checking social media a little bit too often. Mm-hmm. I was a little bit too addicted to the inconsistent reward of the text back. Yes. I didn't go through with the plan of. You know, she had the same text message ding as everybody else. So every time my mom would hit me up, I would think that it was her. Uh, <laughs> Fuck, mom. God, you're God. ruining this for me. Um, and but she was extremely clear with me from the jump. Like, right. This is not going to be like this. Right. We are not going to date. And I had figured out the like necessary like emotional gymnastics that you can run through where you're like. Well, yeah, we're not going to date, but <laughs> we see each other a lot and we're hooking up and, and maybe she feels this way me. and this way about me. <laughs> yeah. And yeah, one time she got really pissed at me for uh, doing something kind of dangerous. Okay. And she's like, I just don't want you to die. And I was like, oh my God, she loves me. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Like, no, she just doesn't want me to die. She doesn't want you to die because yeah, she's your that'd friend. Yeah, that'd be traumatic for everybody. Wow, that's yeah. crazy. Yeah, and then she started dating somebody else out of nowhere, like just, you know, popped up. Um, I saw it on the internet and I had, I, my first reaction was like, damn, that's so, I'm, I'm so mad about that. Yeah. Like the people around me were like, damn, that's so fucked up. And then like the longer I thought about it, the more I was like, that's not fucked up at all. She right. Did literally exactly what she said she was going to do. She wasn't dishonest totally with, honest with you. Yeah. A little bit. Mm-hmm. It's entirely my own, uh, machination. Of it. Well, here's an interesting question off of that. Do you think that with friends with benefits, let's say it's a totally casual, great, fine on both sides. Everything is normal, no feelings, and then one person does find another person. Mm-hmm. Do you think that they have the other person has a right to a conversation? Because like, she didn't do that. In she that was, case, do you think I was entitled to? a Were conversation you entitled from to a conversation? Because mm. at the end of the day, like you have to look at it as your friends, right? Yeah. As a good friend, should she have had that conversation with you? I like like as the spurned person, I'd be like like. The, the the part of me that gets gassed up and emotional would be like yes right like you I we were we were close and you and you should have talked to me about that in principle you should have just talked to me about that I'm owed that but then you think about the other side of it and you're like that conversation sucks like I don't no one ever wants to have that conversation like do you want to be the That's person true. who goes to that other person and is like hey sorry I'm gonna I, date somebody else right. this has been fun but peace. Um, but does that necessarily still make it not okay? Still make it okay? I mean, because like in, at the end of the day, there's a lot of relate like conversations and relationships that suck that people should still be having. Yeah, I just don't. I just I think she was having that conversation with me every time she looked me in the eye and said, "We're not going to date." Yeah, and this is not going to be anything more than us hanging out and having sex. Yeah, and I should have known that. Like I should have, I should have been okay with that. Okay, right? Like I think I, that's I, very understanding of you, but I still think that I can. I'm, I'm, I'm I still sure. think that it maybe not necessarily owed is a strong word, but I still think it would have been it would have been nice. It's like it doesn't all it needs to be is like a text, like hey, just so you know. It's like kind of what I did with, with I was saying. It's like at one point I was like, hey, I like love you so much as a person. You're a great friend, but like just so you know, I know that we've been keeping it casual, and this conversation probably doesn't even need to happen. But just so you know, I started seeing someone a little bit more seriously, so we should probably take the sexual side out of this. But like, I still love you as a person, and like, yeah. hope you have a great day. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, that's such an easy. Te- that's actually an easy text. You're right, 
but like I'm th I'm I'm remembering the moment that like I found out about the other relationship yeah. and like the conversations I was having with people at that moment mm -hmm. and it was all people being like, "Oh man, fuck her." Like that's so fucked up. Really? If I would have shown them that text, the reaction would have been exactly the same. Really? You think so? I do. Because I think people just get like too emotional about that shit. Like I I, I don't I don't think it would have been fair. Um, but I do think people would have I just don't know what Do you think you would have had the same reaction? Do you think uh, you would have been equally as upset as you were? No, honestly, I actually wasn't that upset. I, I was pretty I was pretty quick to being like, Oh god, this was so I was so in my head about this. Yeah. God, I need to I need to grow the fuck up. You self reflected pretty yeah, quickly. <laughs> really fast. Really, really fast. Kudos to you. It takes me about a year. <laughs> especially as because it's a way easier when people are coming to you and be like, Man, that's so messed up, but you still kinda like the person and you wanna be like, Well, no, I mean it's not messed up. Like right. she's allowed to do whatever she wants to do. She'd said this to me from the So jump. that part of you that still wanted to defend her was still there a little yeah, bit. Yeah, yeah. And it, and I think the that it's good that that part of me was there because that part of me was ultimately the part that like helped me to reflect the most healthily about it. Yeah. And be like, you're, you, this was all in your head. You, you were, were acting like a crazy person. A little bit too hard. You were going a little too crazy with wow. this. Wow. Um, yeah, honestly, I think, I think it is fair to sit here and say that in principle, people who you're have it, you have a sexual relationship, you're like entitled to communicate with them about stuff like that. Yeah. But I also don't know that. I don't know that it necessarily fixes the bad feelings that the other person is going to be having. Absolutely not. And I think it's one of those things that, like, it just, it like, if they, it, it's an easy thing to get mad at in principle, but mm -hmm. I don't think it actually changes the way that people feel about it. Yeah. So if you can point to an instance where like a person's life was made markedly better by the fact that they had received that text yeah. and they had that like level of closure on right. that and they weren't and they didn't respond to it in the same way that they would have responded to like seeing the, seeing, seeing it on seeing social, it on social media, media seeing an article on fucking tiger beat or whatever <laughs> um and then i then i then i guess i would have to start to believe it but for me i think the reaction would have been exactly the same so okay. I, so i i instead revert to the place of feeling empathy for the other person and being like damn you know what I wouldn't want to had to talk to me about that either. Yeah, I mean that's true. It's a, it's a tough conversation to have. I'm a big I I go back and forth between like hating being ghosting and also like ghosting constantly. Yeah. Like you know what I mean? Because it's like it's like when you're in when you're getting ghosted, it's like wow, what an asshole! All he had to do was talk to me. I would have reacted fine. But then on my end, I'm like. Like, Full no, you on ignoring texts. Like yeah, yeah, I know, I know. It's so hard to find that line. Okay, let's let's end it off with a little sex talk. Cool. An interesting thing I want to ask you. Yeah. Is the sex different? Do you? Is the sex different and is it conscious or is it subconscious that the sex is different when you're in friends with benefits versus someone that you see having a relationship with? Do you like not do certain things? Mm, uh, I spent a very, very long time in my life believing that I was never going to be in a committed relationship. Okay. So it was almost entirely friends with benefits sex. Okay. Um, I think no. There is definitely a distinction between uh, friends with benefit sex and acquaintances with benefit sex. If it's yeah. someone that I have even like a like tiny small amount of relationship attachment to, yeah. then it radically changes the experience. Really? Totally. Yeah. Comfort wow. wise, things that I would like. Like things that you're comfortable ask like for, asking for yeah. and things like that. Do you feel like things that I would ask them? Did you ever feel like you couldn't have like very I guess like romantic intimate sex with somebody that you didn't want a relationship with because you were worried about the way that they would perceive it or when it comes to sex do you feel like you can like 
it's sex, you can kind of do it however you want. No, I mean, I think I think at the point where you're having sex, then that that consideration is a little bit off the table. Uh-huh. Like I think probably, I certainly have have had people who in my life have been like, wow, the opportunity for sex is here. We're not going to have sex though because it's going to go haywire. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but I do. Yeah, I think once you're at the point of sex, then I don't think I ever would have been like, oh no, if if this starts to get too intimate, then she's going to think something different right. is going on here than is actually going on here. I don't think I ever would have like altered sexual performance. Interesting. In I, have you? I, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I feel like what when... What do you stop doing? I think, actually, I think to your point, I definitely don't ask for certain things or don't expect to be asked of certain You're things. you like, if I ask him to put his finger in my ass, he's going to think we're dating? Yeah. <laughs> kind of. <laughs> I mean, well, it's like, I'm not going to like... <laughs> Okay, it's like, (laughs) it's like, I'm not going to (laughs) like, I'm trying to figure out how I want to say this. Your podcast. I feel like it's like, I'm not going to like eat a guy's ass that I don't feel like I might potentially date. Like there's just certain things I'm like not going to do. Oh, so you'll do crazier shit with people that you do not have an intimate connection with. No, the opposite. Or wait. I will do do crazy. I will do. That you have like a relationship commitment, like like a longer term. Yes. I feel like there, if you could put two guys in a room, a guy that I was like dating and a guy that I hooked up with twice, they would have wildly different like version, sexual versions of me. And it sounds like, especially if you're the kind of person who likes getting your ass ate, (laughs) the guy you had sex with twice is the better sex. No, 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 no. I'm, I would only eat the ass of the guy that I would see oh, a relationship oh. with. Oh, I thought you were like, I wouldn't do it if I thought I might date that person. No, the opposite. Oh, the opposite. Oh. I thought it was some like, I can't like look his mom in the eye if I've... <laughs> that actually makes sense. I bet you yeah. there's girls out there that only get crazy wild with a guy that they're like, it's like a one night stand yeah, or something yeah. like that. I'm not sure you've heard that before. People who are like way more willing to like ask for wild shit when they're, if there's somebody that they know that they're not going to have an extended relationship with. That so makes sense. No, I'm the opposite. I'm like the opposite. I feel like I, there's certain things that if a guy asked and we're like, we've hooked up like twice and we both know it's not going anywhere. I'd be like, dude, I fucking like barely know you, but there, you know yeah. what I mean? Versus a guy that I've been hooking up with for a while. And like, we're starting to like do more boyfriend, girlfriend stuff. It's like, yeah, I'll pe- let's peg, whatever. Like, yeah. let's let's do whatever you want. I'm talking a lot about like ask guy stuff. It's like not the only thing I do. Like, yeah. but I don't know why that's just what keeps coming up in my head. Mm-hmm. It's the only but thing I do. it's the only thing I do. <laughs> but it's like, yeah, I feel like it's a lot more. It's a lot less intimate with guys that I know it's not going to be anything with, and it's a lot less. Yeah, I'm just like willing to do less stuff. I guess mm. not even in a in a prude way. Just more in like a. I don't know, maybe this is antiquated, but I think subconsciously part of me is like, you don't get that unless, yeah. you know what I mean? <laughs> you know, like. I mean, that's fair. Like, that's, that's probably that a good, sense. yeah. Um, <laughs> like, what was that voice? What character is that? I don't know, I should expand on yeah, that, though. Yeah. Tracy Prudington. Tracy Prudington. <laughs> you don't get that till you meet my dad or yeah. something. Like <laughs> no, whatever it is. But yeah, I feel like the sex can be wildly different. Maybe that's, again, maybe that's more of like a, a, f- a female thing. Yeah, but. I mean, I... Yeah, I don't. I don't know that I've ever really felt that way. Like even, even like the more like I feel like I make more eye contact with guys that I'm like in a relationship with. Like it's like there's more. Of that. There's more of that. Like let's look into each yeah. other's eyes versus when I like I know it's not going anywhere. I'm like just fucking get behind yeah, me. It's fine. Yeah, you know I what definitely. I mean? I mean, if I'm having sex with a girl who I might date, I'll I, I'll take my sunglasses off. <laughs> 
She gets to look into Whereas in, in the other situations, absolutely not. Got it. Okay. Uh, <laughs> no, you I don't think so. You heard it here first. Sam Miller, Fox with sunglasses. <laughs> I think I, I think I, I think I think I keep it pretty, pretty, pretty one hundred across the board. But okay. I don't. Um, yeah, it's it's more of a question of like, what does our relationship when we're not in a bed together or a car together or a parking garage together look like? Right. Um, that determines like the comfort level of how I feel about like asking for certain things. Because there's also like so, you know you just you, you you can kind of suss these things out of people Absolutely. pretty early on. Absolutely. And like there are definitely been situations where I've been like, wow, this is going really awkwardly. I need to like really I need to I need to be very careful with this person's right. uh, sensibilities about this kind of stuff. Right. Really Versus certain girls like, that like it doesn't matter if you've never hooked up with them or if you're not going to again. Yeah, you like, know you that you know can kind of go for anything. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, that makes sense. Yeah. I think that's a good place to end it. Wow, nice. That was how do you feel about Fun. that? I like it. That's great, right? It's good. Yeah. Okay, good. Yeah. I'm glad you enjoyed it. I don't think people look at me very often as like a, a sexual being, um, because I uh look like a small town librarian. <laughs> like a hot librarian, but still like a, a small librarian. town librarian nonetheless. <laughs> um and so it's fun to talk about sex. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see In how people I think it I think it was very good though. We In went public. this is one of gonna be Maybe my longest episode. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Which is great. I got you talking. Oh, yeah, for sure. I hope you guys knew this episode. If you're listening on any of the podcast apps, please leave it a good rating. Write a few words. It really helps me out. And if you're watching on YouTube, like this video and subscribe for more. Bye. <laughs>